Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. Live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and ooh, it is a sunny morning here. The uh, the uh, the toads are hustle and bustle all on their way to work. Looks like we got gridlock over on uh, Rainbow Road. <laughs> Gridlocked down there. They're trying to get to work. Can't do it, those toads and their dang toad cars. What kind of a car does a toad drive? Uh, maybe we can figure it out together. I've got just two members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here hanging out with me in the studio live, baby. We got the incredible Nick Costanza. How's it going, pal? Oh, it's so good. Thank you for having me. Mmm, my war man. My war machine, Nick Costanza. Oh, I am a Marvel fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have got his compatriot, his partner in crime, Tyler Schnupp. How's it going, buddy? What the hell's up? <laughs> I know what scabies feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why does your voice sound different in that clip? You know, uh, I was I was a younger man, uh, um, and I was probably very nervous when uh, I was telling that mm, joke. Yeah, uh, it went it went well though. But people don't know because I didn't include it. Was there was laughter after that? Yeah, yeah, I did pretty well. <laughs> Could have fooled me. <laughs> do you got a? Do you have um, more material you've been working on for the 2021 year? Um, yeah, I absolutely do because I, I, I committed to two shows in Seattle this month. Perfect. Um, give us a little so, slice. Give us a little taste. Um, <clears throat> hi, is there a, is there a manager here? <laughs> is there a manager at the, at the Barnes and Noble? Why are there no new mangas out on the floor? <laughs> Wait, what is Usually that? it's stocked. This is my character I'm doing for a bit. 
There's no new. There's always new mangas. I'm here every day. Mm. You didn't. You didn't see me sitting on the floor. <laughs> that's, that's a good taste. I like that. Thank you. I I, yeah. I expected you to get all nervous and red and not not say anything when I asked. Oh uh-uh. no! I committed to my manga Karen bit. <laughs> yeah, that manga Karen is. That's a fun. I love it. That's a good character. Oh, thanks. I. Oh boy, <laughs> Nick. I've, what about you? I have a character when I go home to Seattle too. Um, you want a taste? Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> Grandma. I'm trying to lose weight. It's hard. I yes, I'll take some grapes. Thank you for the grapes, Grandma. No, I I just get pizza when I have friends over. <laughs> this is a character. <laughs> what what would you call this character? Fat zone did 9-11. <laughs> hey, that's my joke. Uh, I actually wow. do have a character. It's not me, but I did bring a cameo as I usually do. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in this cameo. Would you mind playing it live on air? Yeah. I think the it. people would love it. Sorry, let me cue it up on my phone real quick. Buongiorno, my name is Ezio Altatore da Firenze, the protagonist of Assassin's Creed 2. I would just want to say this week's Reactivators is about that very game. Oh, By the boy. way, I'm the young version of Ezio, not the old one. Desmond, Desmond, his heart is racing. He's been in the Animus too long. Desmond, you can't use the Animus to record cameos. Uh, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just cut off there i didn't throw wow. in that last part wow so that was a cameo that you recorded for your own show reactivators and decided to play that one on uh video games a comedy show here a completely separate podcast oh oh i guess that's what happened yeah i'm really sorry about that <laughs> okay. and you stole my bit <laughs> I don't nick's, on the, nick's on the uh uh what i what i like to call the uh the uh the, the war path I got a question about that job. Just to confirm, there's nothing related to video games in there at all, right? Oh, in the drop? <laughs> yeah. No, no, there isn't. It's just, it's just about how you love war. You love war uh, through through the game Call of Duty. Oh, it's referencing my mantle as the Cod King. Yes, your mantle as the Cod King. Got um, it. Yeah, I want to apologize. I did steal Tyler's bit um, for the uninitiated. I think it came up in our <laughs> Brent Flyberg golf story episode. Why don't you, why don't you tell us what that means? Because I already forgot. <laughs> what you want me to explain the bit? Yeah. It's, I, somebody did say that they laughed really hard at it, but I was embarrassed when I said it on the show because we were making, I, it came up because we were, I I was at a show or I was at a, drinking at a bar with friends, got ambushed by a comedy show, which happens, which I have never been on the other side of and I hated it. And most of the, in classic stand-up fashion, people were talking about making fun of fat people, homeless <laughs> people, and 9-11. And so my bit, the whole time, the whole, the rest of the night was, hey, any of you fatzos do 9-11? Um, <laughs> and so I said it on the show because I thought it would be funny. Dead silence from Nick <laughs> and, and our guest, um, um, uh, who's the guest? 
Brent, right? No, it wasn't Brent. Um, well, this is a good podcast. Was it Vic? Here. Yeah, this is yeah. great. Yeah, this, this is great podcast. Yeah, huh? Tyler's sitting here trying to figure out if it was Vic or Brent. No, and I want it, to apologize, Jeremy. We're not going to hijack your show this week. Yeah, I know. So for the listener, just so everyone knows, Michael McCuller was supposed to do the show with me, bailed, and now I'm stuck with these two freaking creeps here talking about their show the entire Will time. Do I... shows? <laughs> creeps. I'm a creep. Oh, no um, sound drop for that, huh? I bud? know. I didn't have it at the ready. I didn't, the closest thing I had to it was this. You guys like that game? Par- is like that Par- Parappa? Yeah, Parappa the Rappa. I like that beat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. I, I referenced him yesterday on something. Oh. In my stand up. No, it wasn't. <laughs> well, look, okay. For the listener out there, uh, for the fans, the video game's a comedy show. Uh, first of all, how dare you? No, second of all, and uh, and and most importantly, we're trying a little bit of a different format today. We're, uh, we're, we're seeing if this is going to work moving forward. So keep your ears on, people. Make sure you're listening close. And then, uh, and then yeah, hit me up if you absolutely hate this. But, uh, yeah, we're going to um, we're gonna try to take you through a little bit of a, a different type of video games and comedy show uh, that I feel like could be more sustainable. Or it could not be. Uh, but I have Nick and Tyler here, podcasting kings, freaking podcasting gods here. Because uh, I thought if anybody could help walk me through this, could help uh, shepherd this along, it could be you two. Mm-hmm. Um, don't prove me wrong, fellas. Okay. Okay. We heard that you've been working a lot on the video game aspect of the show, but you wanted to get some more comedy in here. So we, we're happy to help with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta I tell you, I I opened this beer, a Peroni yeah. Italian beer. I'm not gonna finish it. I'm sorry. What, Nick? I can't Nick. do it. I wish no. Tyler was here. You can't not drink that beer. Drink the whole thing. Shotgun. You have to chug that in front of us. Chug it. Gross. Chug, chug, chug. Right. Um, do it. Here it goes. Here it goes. And the last drop. Went down as Gulliver's Travels. Um, guys, <laughs> I would love to ask you about video games, uh, which we'll be talking about a little bit later in the show. Surprise. Ooh. I have a little bit of a different question today. I want to know from you guys, what media outside of video games have you been enjoying slash would you recommend? Mm, very good question. <laughs> Sure. And I guess we could start with, uh, you know, old uh, old War Machine. Yeah. Or we can start with me if you still need time to think. Um, I have one. Oh, I have one. <laughs> okay, great. Boy, I, you know, I've been making my way through the HBO Max catalog of TV shows. Making my way through HBO Max. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Uh, I'll throw out uh, a couple, but I want to talk about one. I finished The Flight Attendant, Mayor of Easttown, and The White Lotus. Jeremy? Oh. Hey, can I give you a little bit one of uh, these for that? 
Uh, yes, thank you for giving me that. Um, I enjoyed all of those shows. Mare of Easttown I watched when I was in a dark place, and it was the perfect show for that. Um, Flight Attendant I watched when I, I was doing pretty good, and it made me feel bad. Uh, mm. And then White Lotus, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I, I liked it overall. But uh, the show I want to shout out, that's, I think, my current favorite show. The Other Two. Oh. You seen this, hearing about this? And I haven't seen it, and I haven't heard about this. Uh, this show stars uh, Drew Tarver. Um, oh, right. Yeah, okay. Now mm-hmm. I, I have seen this, and I have heard about this. Uh, <laughs> Drew Tarver, uh, former UCB performer, if you're an L.A. comedy nerd. Uh, also, Helene York. Uh, they play two siblings, the older siblings of a successful Justin Bieber type, and they are kind of burnout losers. Um but it is so good. It reminds me of Search Party, which is another show I like. But what the other two has on it is that it has much more heart, even though these two on their own are very selfish and self-absorbed and kind of foolish. Uh, they love their brother. They love their family. They they actually are caring people. But it's very funny and biting and satirical, which I really dig. Highly I recommend. Do. That's a biting, great, uh, you biting. said a lot of buzzwords that got me interested, mm-hmm. like biting and satirical. Uh, had you said, it's really kind and nice and loving, I would have been like, get that Ted Lasso shit out of here. <laughs> I'm done with you, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> you only want Seth MacFarlane's Ted now. I only want that Ted. Lasso me that little bear. Uh, uh, I, I forgot, I actually have another cameo. Okay, great. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't wait for this, this another Reactivators commercial. <laughs> hey, hey, Lois, it's me, Ted. <laughs> I just want to say I've been listening to his podcast. It's really good. It's called Stereo Chart. Okay, oh, bye-bye. <laughs> and now that is, that's an endorsement I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nick, I, I take umbrage here. You what? liked White Lotus? You didn't love White Lotus? Um, we, should, we should smack you across his face with a Ted Lasco biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get old Jamie, uh... Jamie in here. What's his last name in that show? Lannister. Jamie Lannister. I, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jamie Lannister. I liked it a lot. I thought the casting was great. I really loved the soundtrack. I felt like, in a weird way, it kind of reminded me of True Detective season one in that I just had this this sense of dread the whole yeah. time. I was oh, very yeah. worried on an episode-episode basis. I had the benefit of starting it late, so I had multiple episodes and really just had to catch the finale to be caught up. Mm-hmm. And yet... Like True Detective season one, I think that the mystery wasn't what I hoped for. I think I could go back and watch the show knowing what happens and be more satisfied, probably. But, um, I don't know. Uh, the whole show is hinged itself on who's going to die. And I think I almost would have preferred if no one did. Like, none of the main characters. The one they chose, um... I just felt a little disappointed by, but gotcha. that's it. You sounds like you liked it a lot. I, I, maybe I just had the benefit of not knowing anything about it going in or not hearing any kind of feedback, you know, internet feedback. 
Um, but uh, I, uh, I absolutely, me and my girlfriend watched it, uh, and we, you know, we watched it week to week, and I was really taken off guard by it. I was pretty blown away. I thought it was, uh, it's probably my favorite show of the year. I did also watch Mayor of Easton, and that that that's a show to me where I'm kind of like, eh, it's all right. It ain't it ain't great. Um, it ain't great, baby. Um, but uh, but White Lotus, man, I I couldn't I couldn't get enough. I and and I didn't care about the mystery. That was the thing for me too. Is I was so enthralled with what was actually happening with these horrible horrible white people um, that uh, it really it really did something to me and you know uh, inspired a lot of great conversation. Anyways, I don't want to bore anyone else with my like weird lefty uh, <laughs> jargon. We can move on. It's- it's okay. I I, I I get the sentiment. And yes. Um, hey, everybody out there, do better. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this, do better. Uh, and thanks again for bringing Tyler on to add a little comedy to the show. Yeah. Um, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't fucking watch this crap. I- <laughs> <laughs> you got Ava to watch. Is that is that right? Yes. Is that what are you you're uh, you're setting me up here? Well, I mean, is that is that your choice for this week, my dear boy? I would say that is true. Yeah, we were talking before we started recording. I have been watching. Listen, the more you deny you're a weeb, the more evidence <laughs> there always is to the contrary. Um, <laughs> so I've decided to, I guess, embrace it because I have a friend. Uh, shout out to Malcolm. Uh, we used to be in bands together. He just moved down to L.A. Glad he well. is full on like, nah, I don't care. I'm uh, like, we've gone to like little Tokyo. He's brought me to the um, what's the the bookstore down there? Um, oh, last bookstore. No. In First bookstore. Um, no. Barnes and Noble. No. It Borders. Is, why can't I think of it? The and library? It, the public library it's the public library we go there and just get mangas <laughs> um but he uh he he's he, we've gone there a couple times and i'm like well i guess you know i do like this stuff and so i've been reading juji ito stuff i finished uzumaki if um if anybody's familiar with that yeah, yeah. i love naruto shut up <laughs> i didn't say shit about your white lotus crap until the end <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I was doing a podcast briefly in 2020 with a couple of handsome men called uh, Animaniacs, and it was basically, okay. I'm an anime novice, and they're pros at it, and they were kind of showing me the best of the best stuff, and they were also having me read manga on the side, and mm. uh, so I started reading stuff, like I think Beastars was one I read. Uh, oh, wow. You read Ra- that one. I read it, baby. Uh, Ranma One Half. You know, they, they were having me catch up from like some of the oldies, you know? Dragon sure. Ball, the original run of Dragon Ball. Ooh, I love oh. it. I love Dragon Ball. Um, Beastars, you know, uh, shout out to the furries. It is it's horny. It's horny as hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw I saw the first season of the anime uh, yeah, last that, year. That's like and the it, first two volumes of the graphic novel. Okay. Um, I was so uncomfortable <laughs> but it was like one that like just watching it by myself I was like yeah. if anybody i know walks in here who doesn't know what this is already <laughs> i'm done you're I'm dead done you're, toast. you're toast you're toast um, <laughs> i've been watching those ava movies the evangelion ones i'm i'm part way through the one that just came out on amazon prime it's on amazon prime at least yeah. um and 
is badass. Mm. This Evangelion stuff is Robo- badass. Robots, huh? Big robots? Mix. <laughs> this H- night. Yeah. Where are you watching it? Uh, Amazon Prime on my TV. <laughs> so we... <laughs> Okay. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. I I did. I didn't want to know the streaming service. I want to know the the device. Oh, Roku <laughs> yeah, TV. Great, perfect. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I uh, I got a couple things I'd like to recommend. Okay. So I have been writing a little screenplay, and I wasn't with- done, by the way. Go on. Okay. Well. Uh, no. No. Please. Please. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. Is July Diaz on the podcast here, Mister Start was. and Stop? Uh, <laughs> what is? Uh, what did you have? Something else you want to recommend? I uh, I I had to miss. The, it, it, everybody's familiar with the band Turnstile. Uh, they're a very big band right now. They just had an album come out. I missed the damn show, like a fool. Mm. Had a ticket, couldn't go. Work too early, but I did go to this weird pop up that they did. Uh, <laughs> For their uh, the day their album came out, it's a good album. Shout out to Turnstile. That album was pretty tight. It didn't used to like Turnstile, and it's a, you know it grew on me. Okay, look, I don't I don't know what this is. You're gonna you what, know is, what it is? What is Turnstile? It's a band. It's like a hardcore band. Okay, and what what kind of a pop up did they do? This was like a a hype beast pop up where they were selling shirts. <laughs> Um, and I didn't buy a shirt, but I did get free beer and watch people get hit with it in the dunk tank. Uh, oh, great. Okay. To, to raise money for did something. It, did this take place in like Los Angeles? Where was this? Uh, this was in LA. Yeah, this was in, where was it? Like mid city somewhere. Mid city. Yeah. yeah. Very but, cool. I missed w- the show. Would you recommend this band? Should, should, should listeners of this sh- podcast go listen to this band? Yeah, it's pretty big right now. <laughs> people, people Nick, like that. Do album. you know who Turnstile is? Uh, if you're asking if I've seen this, have I heard about this? Yeah. The answer is no. Okay. Yeah. I was supposed to go. My friend, shout out to Malcolm, already brought him up. Glad he well. had a ticket for me. McDowell. He got a concussion at the show. <laughs> he did. Oh, no. Yeah, he did. And oh, was so he I guess thrashing? He, apparently, he was just standing where he thought he was safe. Oh, Anvil come down? Anvil come down, hit him oh, on the bunk of my head. I hate yeah. that. Um, Looney, Looney Tunes, huh? Uh, there was, this is uh, uh, something that is going around on the internet. At one of their shows recently, there was, somebody took a shit on the stage, and people can't stop talking about it. Come on. What is this? Paul Russ, circa 2014, UCB Franklin? Jeez. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very funny write-up on that. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm done. Okay, wait. I, I want to know what Nick's favorite band is real quick. <laughs> Um, I like, uh, boy, I have a hard time answering this question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, not unacceptable. Can I shout out one? No. You okay. can tell me your favorite. No, yeah. What is it? Who are you shouting out? Um, I like this band called Mother Mother. You seen Mother, this? Mother. Heard about this? I have not seen this. I haven't heard about this. What kind of music would you say they are? Elliot Smith like? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say, um, indie rock um but they okay uh, like hot hot heat they're uh, hot hot heat (laughs) they're pretty short-lived uh band um in the mid 2000s but they have a song called ghosting that i very much enjoy also um although i'm not 
uh, deep into music like either of you guys are, um, I'll shout out a couple soundtracks I've been digging. The big one is the TV show Invincible. Killer soundtrack. Right, right. Not oh a band. Oh, gosh. Hmm? Not a band. Yeah. I didn't. I said it wasn't a band. <laughs> well, and I'm confirming it again. Not a band. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has a great soundtrack, too. Oh, oh sure, sure it does. I yeah. thought you were raising your hand to, like, <laughs> hit me through the computer. To, like, strike, strike Tyler down. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to recommend a couple of things here. I've been writing a screenplay with and a buddy. And I was done. You piece of <laughs> trash! Sorry. Um, it's led me to, do, to doing all this research into uh, uh, 80s... T- movies that feature uh uh like like 80s style street gang movies mm. like uh and the uh in in like the outsiders is a is a good example of something like this um although that takes place many many years before the 80s the two i want to recommend are the warriors and streets of fire Whoa. two films directed by the great walter hill uh one of them made not that long before the other one. I think Warriors is like, you know, uh, early, early 80s. And then Streets of Fire is like 84 or something like that. Uh, both of them great. Both of them take place in like a fantasy dystopian style New York covered in neon. It's very Streets of Rage, if anyone likes that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, really fun. It's, it's really sort of fun. like the Warriors video game. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's yeah. Have you, have you played the Warriors the video game? It's kind of <laughs> like so that. <laughs> um, just like a lot of fun. Like, a, like a, you know, super, super violent, super uh, stylized. Um, uh, pretty pretty good stuff. I uh, I had never actually seen the Warriors before and uh, turned it on. Really? And watched it. Yeah, yeah. This is my first viewing of it. it was very recent and watched them back to back. It makes a great double feature if you're you know okay. like a fucking loser and you like have nothing to do on a Friday night. Watch <laughs> um, those back to back. Wait, you, so you have played the Warriors video game? I have. Yeah, I've rented. And, I've rented it. Okay. Were you so lost in the video game? Yeah. No, I mean, I think that uh, the Warriors is a little bit zeitgeisty. Like, I think a lot of people yeah, just enough. know kind of what it is and the vibe of it. But, uh, but I was, I was uh, more just impressed with how well the film held up and held together. Yeah. It's just like, it's just really cool, and like all the, you know, the the pacing of it's so frenetic. It's kind of a uh, cosmic yeah. gumbo. Okay, let's. Um, <laughs> May let's I recommend something? Okay, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah, you can. In the same vein, I'd like to watch both of those. I, uh, my mother was in town a couple weeks ago, and I took her to Quentin Tarantino's New Beverly Cinema in uh, West Hollywood, and we went to see West Side Story. Oh, yeah, the Snapping Fingers movie. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my mother was in town recently, <laughs> and we went to go see the Cowboy Bebop movie. <laughs> did did you really? Be- no, I I wanted to really bad, but the tickets were sold out. Uh, so I had never seen West Side Story before. It definitely is a precursor to the movies you mentioned. I think it's from 1960, yeah. maybe even earlier than that. Yeah. Um, but it is very good, except for the problematic aspect that almost all of the Puerto Rican people are clearly white um oh sure 
Uh, yeah, I, I should also mention that both Streets of Fire and The Warriors have problematic aspects of those films as well. Uh, but and to those films, can we just say, do better? Do better. <laughs> but do better. It, it was great and felt much more modern than it is. It felt like a film to play in a good way. Uh, the music is good and a real bummer ending. I swear, I was walking out of the theater and the guy in front of me said, that was good, but what a bummer ending. As I was about to say the exact same thing to my mother, like in the same verbiage, it really blew my mind. <laughs> what What is with you two? You haven't, these movies have been out forever. Well... To be fair, though, you know, West Side Story, old movie. These other ones, old, old movies. You yeah. Know, old, yeah. you know. I, until recently, where do you even get a hold of them? You know, Blockbuster Video? You know, Plus, how do you get a hold of them? I just saw in the theater when I went to see Shang-Chi, uh, the first teaser for Steven Spielberg's remake of West Side Story. Oh. Featuring Rita Moreno, who was, in fact, in the original 60 years ago. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like the same exact movie. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I um, yeah, that one's a musical, which is like uh, yeah, different vibe, cool yeah. vibe, nonetheless. It, though it is Romeo and Juliet as a uh, right. musical, inner city musical. Yeah, honestly, what movie ain't Romeo and Juliet? Uh, let you me give think. me you give me a movie, and I can prove to you it is inspired by Romeo and Juliet. Give it, give me anyone. Uh, Any movie, Romeo plus Juliet. Okay, well that one's too actually too hard for me to do. So <laughs> give me another one. <laughs> Ten things I hate about you. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So obviously Romeo is Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Juliet is the other girl. Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is based on another Shakespeare it's thing. It's right? Taming of the Shrew. That's it. Shang Chi yeah. and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay, Shang Chi's so, Romeo, and and then Juliet's the other girl. <laughs> Dang, he's right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, dude, Col- where's my car? Collateral. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tom Cruise is Romeo and Jamie Foxx is uh, uh, Juliet. Dude, where's my car? Sean yeah. William Scott, Romeo. Oh, Who's the other guy? Um, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. The Cooch. The Cooch. Let's get into the news, huh? Um, okay, we have got, uh, hey, gentlemen, do you guys like video games? What? Uh, I guess. Dude, okay, the because there's a lot of video games to play right now. That's um, true. Name a five. lot have come out. Name five. I'll name, name five. I'll, I'll name a bunch more than five. How about Aliens One. Fire Team Elite? What's that for? Uh, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Would it work for Xbox Series S? It would. Okay. This sounds sick. Do you have it? <laughs> no. Series S? Okay, great. Um, but maybe soon because my birthday's in a couple ah! days. Uh, Did you put it on your registry? Yeah, I put it on my registry. <laughs> uh, HOA released August 24th. What'd you Hoa. call it? <laughs> What'd you call Nick? I barely know, uh, you know, um, Hoa, H-O-A is the name of this game. Actually kind of interested in checking this game out. It's got a Studio Ghibli vibe. Oh, ah, okay. Is it Studio Ghibli vibe? Is it not by Studio Ghibli? Is it? I don't know. Well, there's the, the uh, what's the other one? The Nino Kuni? That's it. Um, <laughs> um, also not by Studio Ghibli. Is it not? Not officially. 
what the hell? I've been lied to? No, it's by like... By the marketing? No, well, it's just like, it's done, it's like a lot of the animators worked on it. I see, who, I see. Who worked at, like, Studio It's It might as well be. That's enough for me, yeah. 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 Uh, I expect you to die, too, colon, the spy and the liar. What? What did you call me? <laughs> these are these are all new releases, by the way. I'm doing new releases. Is that King's a bond? King's Bounty 2. King's Bounty 2. You guys heard of this one? Never even heard of the first one. What about uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2? Oh, yeah. What the hell? I'm a big fan. <laughs> are you? Never heard of it. Okay, how about Marvel Future Revolution? Okay, wait a minute. Is this For the iOS and Android? Okay, no. <laughs> I saw the trailer for the Marvel game where I think you can be Captain Marvel and Blade. Um, mm. But I think, and it, it kind of looked okay, except hmm, I don't really know what I'm talking about here. I think there's a new Marvel game where you can make a custom character, which doesn't really appeal to me. Make your own Marvel character, huh? Yeah. There reminds me of that DC Universe game. You remember that? Yeah, I do no. remember that. Yeah, that was like you make your own like Kryptonian or Lantern. That was intriguing. Um, Baldo, the Guardian Owls. It feels like you're like this is like a bit. Like half of these these all sound like bits. No, they're all games that released in the, in the last 2 weeks. What about Kiwi spelled K E Y W E, one word. What's it about? I don't know. Then get it out of here. Okay, how about Rustler? Rustler. <laughs> uh, or The Big Con. Anyone here to this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Okay, here's some, here's some actual ones that, uh, that you might have heard of. Uh, Psychonauts 2 released okay. uh, August 25th. Anyone here a Psychonauts fan? I got it in a humble bundle a while ago, and I felt like it was too hard at the time. I was intrigued by it. It had a very fun premise, but uh, I never was able to successfully complete it. Yeah. Well, the the sequel came out finally after, like, what, 20 years of of uh, no, nothing. <laughs> oh, sorry you had to wait. Uh Okay, Splunky and Splunky 2 came out to Switch. I actually bought Splunky 2, haven't played it yet, but I'm a, I'm a, I like these Splunky games. What, what, what do we think? Splunky? Wait. Splunky? <laughs> what? What's your question here? <laughs> do I know this? Splunky's, yeah, it's like a roguelike where you play as like a little tiny Indiana Jones man. It's a very, it's very popular. Splunky, it's- throw me the whip. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Splunky. No, no ticket, Splunky. Splunky. Is it a newer, a newer game, or is it an old game? Splunky's Splunky. been out for like at least a decade, uh, or maybe maybe shorter than a decade, uh, maybe like six years or so. Splunky Two just came out like last year, I think. Okay, it reminds me of like what are those. What are those games? Not Adele. I want to call her Adele, but Adele. it's like a platforming game. Adele that... Dazim. Adele Dazim. Mm-hmm. Nassim um, Pedrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedrad. <laughs> Nassim Pedrad. Adele Dazim. We named the dog Spunky. Do you not know what platformer I'm talking about? It's like a platformer. She looks Celeste? like Celeste. 
not Celeste. Mm, my favorite it's an, pizza. It's a, she looks like a, like she might be like part genie. Do you know what I'm oh, talking Shantae. about? Oh, Shantae. 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 Mm, yeah. Yeah, don't don't act like I'm a weirdo. No, no, Shantae's a good, good game. It's not anything like Splunky or related to it at all. That's what it reminded me of. Okay, what about uh, the game... What about the game No More Heroes 3? I have heard of this one. Yeah. I was a fan of the original No More Heroes. It was a bit too edgelordy, but I felt like it had some really great concepts. I feel like it'd be a fun movie, too. Yeah. Um, but I think I tapped out What's his out name? Of the Tommy Football? Uh, it is uh, Travis Touchdown. Yeah. You only come up with the name Tommy Football when you know very well it's Travis Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember exactly. I'm clearly bad with remembering names at mm-hmm. all. So, mm-hmm. what's the thing, the concept in Japanese culture, but especially in anime? I, I'm trying to think of how you would describe this character. I want to say otaku, but I don't know if that's correct. It's basically someone. Kotaku is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, Kotaku. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Kotaku in action, my favorite subreddit. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, who, they hate wokeness. No, just kidding. Uh, I don't like them. Uh, I can't remember what the exact thing is, but it's basically the concept that you have nothing going for you in your life and you decide to devote your energy into pursuing one thing. That's your new identity. And so Travis touchdown in No More Heroes. He is a loser. He has nothing going Mm. for him. And he decides to become a supervillain, basically. I always thought that was a fun concept. Oh, yeah. Is he a supervillain in that? He's not a he's a bad guy. Oh, he maybe I, I, I've played the first two and I don't remember that. I remember like, but maybe you're right, because because it's all about getting your ranking higher in like mm-hmm. the list of maybe it's the list of bad guys. It's like the I believe they're all assassins. It's a little John Wick. It is John Wicky. And this is pre John Wick. So, yeah, eat your eat your heart out, Keanu. Derek, I did want to play this. you hack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should I play the other ones before? I'm going to say, as someone who has not played No More Heroes three, yes. <laughs> and the cool. reason being is because I don't. No More Heroes is a very specific thing. It's done by it's like the Suda fifty one or yes. Suda fifteen, and it's like uh, it's like this auteur Japanese like auteur game maker who like makes very bizarre. Killer Seven is one of his games too. It's just like fucked up really esoteric uh, tongue-in-cheek kind of games i think that normal heroes is meant to be a trilogy uh shout out to goblin bomber uh patron and fan of this show who's uh that's his favorite game he recently got two no more heroes tattoos (laughs) what the hell yeah yeah and and they're cool too actually like uh, no i mean i could i i like the art style of the game so i'm not i'm not hating at all the yeah. opening cutscene of the first one I remember has this character named Helter Skelter, who has guns mm. for arms. One of the coolest character designs. Kind of similar to um, Bloodsport in the Suicide Squad. Idris Elba's character. He has a costume that can generate weapons from it. I love oh, that. Yeah. You know what they should have? A character named Tommy Football. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and maybe he's like the nemesis to Travis Touchdown. Mm. I'm all right. Now we've got now we've got some cooking. <laughs> Before there was nothing here. <laughs> there was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. Uh Mist 2021 came out. That is a game that I will be talking later in our main event. Um but uh, I don't know. Are you guys Mist people? 
I listened to the uh, re-release of Call Me By Your Game uh, with Connor McCabe. I don't even where... think Connor knew that this game was coming out. Whoa. Really? Or had just released. I think he more did it because he... Well, I don't want to speculate, but I think, uh, but it was a great re-release. No, 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 it's a great no, re-release. Say it. He shit the bed, didn't record an episode. <laughs> no, 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 that's definitely not true. I know, I know, I have good authority. He didn't do that, but uh, maybe I think he just wanted to like re-release Courtney because maybe at the time, well, Courtney's become so much more a part of our like shows since then. Sure, too. absolutely. We gotta, yeah, we gotta, gotta have her Courtney. back. Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> oh. You mean yeah, for sorry, your Jeremy. show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about our show again. Great. Jeremy, um, we're going to have a little quick uh, sidebar about having Courtney Vanace back on Reactivators. Just give us okay, a Okay, can you do it like a fake improv whisper sidebar? Yeah. Hey, no. hey Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy, we're going to sidebar. It'll be loud. We'll be right back. Okay, okay? great. Do, 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 do. I guess I'm not listening. Hey, Tyler, I think we should have Courtney on and maybe some of the other Hades cast members. We could either do Hades 2 or she's very into Stardew Valley. I think that'd be a good Hades one. Hades 2? Yeah. There's no <laughs> Hades 2. I mean, Hades part 2. Yeah. Oh, get, God. Hey, here's a suggestion. Get James Woods on there. Jeremy, you're not <laughs> supposed to be listening to this. Sorry, I lied. I am. But it is a good Same. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, uh, and then, uh, kind of, I don't know why this is getting so much buzz, and maybe it's just, like, my Twitter algorithm has just a flame with The Medium getting a PlayStation 5 release. Does anyone know what The Medium is? Well, my favorite web magazine. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite web magazine? My favorite web magazine. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, sorry to sidetrack, but have you ever seen Hades? <laughs> Have I ever seen Hades? Hades nuts. Okay. Wow. Was not expecting that. Couldn't have guessed that was coming. Sorry. Uh, the Medium is uh, this kind of uh, horror-y game that was an Xbox exclusive. A horror-y game. Uh, and it got a PS5 release. And I think some Xbox stands were mad about that. Mm. So. Okay. Um. You know what? You know what my solution is to uh, uh, being a uh, console stan is just get both of them, like some oh. kind of rich asshole, and then you and then you can just like both. <laughs> wow! You, so you're telling people to just have more money, just have more money and spend it on that, and also find them because they're hard to find. You know? Are you guys still looking for PS5s or Xboxes? I'm still looking for more money. So my question still stands. Are you still looking for X <laughs> PS5 or Xbox? I, I have a PS5. I probably talked about oh, it Oh, you here. do? I didn't know that. It, Did I, I know that? I was not able to purchase Did one. Did I, I can know never... that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you did. Uh, I, I didn't get it for myself. I took a couple glances, not Mikey Stevens level, tracking it down. I just didn't have the patience for it and didn't have the money. But my roommate's father... Uh, who is in the military was nice enough. He found one on the military base, the second to last one they had, and was just sent it to us as a gift. Just uh, so nice. So I've used it as a glorified PlayStation Four, <laughs> playing Call of Duty Warzone and Spider Man Remastered. But it's been great. That's great. Um, and maybe Birthday Santa will be giving me an Xbox Series S soon. Uh -huh. Yep. 
Tyler, you have uh, a PS5, ching, 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 though, right? Ching. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? I've, I've never even owned my own Xbox. Oh. Sucks to be you. <laughs> oh, wow. Kick Suck- him off. <laughs> More like sucks box. Um, okay. Got him. How about, how about this? How about... Uh, 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 where did I put my all, all my news notes? Your news? Oh, S- uh, Sony. Dude. Check this out. Uh, Sony will no longer offer free next-gen upgrades to first-party games. So sad. That's so dumb. Why even... Ha- I'm, I, they're just milking people for money at this point. It's so cheap. If you own the game and it's backwards compatible, it should play on the system. Well... I mean, the PS4 version will play on the system, but if, if you want to upgrade that to the PS... Like, for example, I have a PS4 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and yeah. when you install it, it'll give you the option, hey, do you want to like upgrade this to the PlayStation 5 version? And it will install that version instead. So even though I'm using a PS4 disc, it's playing a PlayStation 5 game. Um, For free, it does that? I can't... Yes, I think it does that for for free, but it costs $20 to get the Eufy DLC, so... Like usually they've they've been kind of packaging it with like bonus shit and it's like and you, that does cost money or whatever. Okay, but. I think I understand the issue. I don't think I understood it exactly before. So right now, if I put Final Fantasy VII in my PS5, I could get the upgrade, but it, that's going to go away. Is that right? If you have a hard copy of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, yes, I do have Michael a- Hearn's copy. <laughs> Yes, great. So Okay, so you own that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you have Michael Hearn's copy of the Final Fantasy VII remake, then you can put that sucker in and it's kind of a convoluted little maze you have to go through and then you can upgrade it to the PS5 version. Yeah, it's very the the rollout between PS4 and PS5 stuff has been very clunky and very annoying and I'll be very happy to see the PS4 burn burn baby burn. In, in a fire. No more. Wow. Well, everybody keep a lookout for a PS5 for your boy. Me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I want one now. Jeremy, would you <laughs> say it's spooklunky? Yeah. I actually I would. I would say that. And that. You know what, Nick? For that, you do get one. Feels very condescending to get that and no one reacts or laughs at all. <laughs> I'll, I'll oh, Shantae. It was... <laughs> Okay, and now that. <laughs> I will say, Nick, yours took me by surprise. Hey. Yours was like, yours was like suddenly a red dot appeared on my forehead and then just lights out. You know what I mean? Okay, well, uh, my favorite book, the UCB training manual, once said comedy <laughs> equals repetition plus surprise. <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought comedy was, uh, uh, tragedy plus time i think it is that too i think they're <laughs> they're two separate equations that equal the same answer god gotcha. comedy is also subjective i could say anything and it would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah wait su- uh, subjective plus what subjective plus tyler equals funny yeah subjective <laughs> plus anything equals comedy <laughs> that's right um okay how about this alan wake remastered listing leaked 
Um, now, I was not an Alan Wake fan, but that was an Xbox 360 game. Uh, anybody here play that Alan Wake game? I was always intrigued by it, never played it, and I would check out the remaster just because I'm very interested in the concept of it. If I remember correctly, this game is inspired by the work of Stephen King. That is correct, sir. You get oh. yourself one of these. <laughs> Uh, thank you. <laughs> that, this is a weird connection, but um, I was going to make a, a snarky joke when you mentioned a mist earlier. Uh, the movie The Mist, mm-hmm. I do know someone who was in it. Oh, you know Punisher? I don't know Thomas Jane the Punisher. He just wants his kids back. I do know. Uh, He's beautiful, girl. <laughs> He's beautiful, girl. This is this is every every time he's describing his daughter, it feels like he's also eating breakfast. Go on. <laughs> uh, his son in the movie, um, I went to church with Nathan Gamble. He's been in several movies. I remember when he first got cast in the film Babel, the Brad Pitt movie. He was a little. Oh now. my gosh! Yeah, Babel's a uh, a la uh, Inuarto movie. Sorry. Yeah, and then he went on to be uh, Gordon's son, who gets kidnapped by Harvey Dent at the end of the. Dark Knight. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all. I also like The Mist, by the way. I think that's a good movie. Yeah, it's a bummer like ending. That? Beautiful movie. Yeah, I guess it's a bummer. Yeah, sometimes things have bummer endings, Nick. I'm sorry. Are I, you? I, I, did you just start watching movies like yesterday? The only yeah. piece of content I've ever consumed prior to this week was Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that will give you a very odd frame of reference for the rest of movies. Um, yeah, uh, I um, oh, I was I was interested to know from you guys what uh, other 360 games would you like to see get a remaster? Spider-Man Three, the movie. <laughs> Toby Maguire did the voice acting for it. He did. It he did. Yeah. Oh, wow! I knew he did the first two. I didn't yeah. know he did that. Uh, I think a bunch of them came back for three. Um, I'd love an updated sneaking. <laughs> sneaking. <laughs> I have one that Tyler's not going to like the answer for, but I would like a full-on Gears of War remaster collection. I think that would be great. They did the first one, no? They Already? Did that, they, well, they the very first game, they remastered it for Xbox One. Okay. Oh, look, Nick, your toxic masculine dreams have come true. Because <laughs> that's the one I played. I played that version recently. Is that the one on Game Pass? Because it felt like it was mm-hmm. the original. Oh, boy. Maybe I didn't well, there's, realize there's, They have both on there. That's how I knew there was a difference. One oh. Was the, yeah. Okay. Well, I take back my answer. Well, I mean, hey, they could still remaster two and three. and. I got another one. Okay. Dead Rising. Ah, that's a great answer. Yeah, that would be very fun. Um, I don't know if you experienced this issue. If you still had AV cables when that game came out, it was impossible to read the subtitles. And there was a lot of words in the game that you actually have to read to understand how to play. And I, I couldn't play it, basically, until I got an HDMI. Wow. How long did you... Suffer with not having an HDMI. Seven years. Seven years? <laughs> no, like two years. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, great. I don't know. I think I would like like a like a Lost Odyssey or a Blue Dragon. Mm. Blue Eyes White Dragon. No, Blue Dragon. I said what I said. Mar- no, how about Mario Final Odyssey? Fantasy Final Fantasy Thirteen? That would be a great. 
great remaster. Okay. Yeah. Nick seems to be confused as to what a Final Fantasy game is. Oh, you've never played one, Nick? I've only played Chrono Trigger. Stop. Okay. That's a bit, <laughs> this is a joke he did on our show, and I hated it. <laughs> Made me so fucking angry. He, he said he was playing Chrono Trigger. I said, what's that? Some kind of and Final Fantasy. And you're ruining Fantasy. my segment for the next part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. We have uh, we have a, a last piece of uh, uh, of uh, yeah, I guess this is also a piece of news. But I'm also going to roll it into a segment I like to call Question Time. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Uh, again, not riddles. Uh, it is questions. Um, but I liked uh, I liked the sound drop better for Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Uh, this question comes from a piece of news about China. China has prohibited children from playing over three hours of video games per day. I don't know yeah. if anyone heard about this recently. Yeah. Um, but my question to you guys is, what is the perfect amount of time to play video games? And it's a two-pronged question, mind you. The first part being in one sitting. The second question is in one day. Ooh. Wait a minute. What's the first so, part? <laughs> so... So what is the what is the perfect amount of time to play video games in one sitting? Okay. And then I have what is the perfect amount of time to have spent playing video games in one day? This is I got it. Yeah, please go ahead. I would say one sitting, hour and a half. Okay. Interesting. I like that. What um, what about the what about an hour and a half really really gets you going, Tyler? For at least for me, that's about as long as I can focus on one thing for like, you know, it's about the length of a movie. Um, you know, it's it's around then you, you and then, you know, you can you can come back to it. And then I would say the, uh, the for a whole day. Yeah. Five. Five hours. Oh. Wow. Five and a half. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that isn't quite. Um, but maybe that last one you just play an hour. Yeah, maybe you're just looking at the switch menu or something. Yeah, it makes sense. I do that a lot. <clears throat> yeah, just looking at the store, wishing you could have the games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nick Costanza, what do you think? This is tricky for me because I don't think I'm someone with an addictive personality, but I have a really hard time monitoring my game consumption. When I'm going we, to game, Nick. I don't start. Yeah. We just watched you chug a beer. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so sorry, and I'm cracking up in a cold one right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's spraying all over me. Oh, my white shirt's all wet. Jeez. Okay. He's I a uh, got a real foley artist over here. A real Dave foley artist, more like. Wow. <laughs> mm, my favorite kid in the hall <laughs> he's my favorite kid <laughs> um, the perfect amount of time I'm gonna go above Tyler and say mm, two hours yeah uh, cause that that's that's about when I start getting tired if it's single player game i could go longer than that i could probably even do three but for a multiplayer game like a call of duty i usually tap out around two hours that at a certain point i'm not focused on it anymore yeah right 
What about for a day, a whole day's worth of time? If I have a weekend day that I'm going to devote to game time, I could probably put in a solid eight hours. I've definitely done that with a game like a Fallout or something where I'm really immersed in it. God of War, that's another one where I just sit down. My day is devoted to this game. If I'm playing for a day, I it'll be my day. Okay, but you'll take breaks in between. You'll kind of do two hours here, take a little break, two hours. Probably piss in a cup or something. (laughs) Snake! You probably poop sucking. Take that back. Poop sucking it. Um, I uh, I agree with you, Nick. I think it is two hours. That is my, that is like my, like an hour and a half or an hour or, or below is uh more like what I end up actually doing in real life a lot of time because of commitments and you know life and having to do stuff responsibilities. But my sweet spot is about Ooh. a good two hours worth of game and then i think yeah i uh, if i have a whole day i could probably do three sessions of that um and have a lot of fun doing it um but if i'm thinking about it from like a what is actually the most productive it's probably one two-hour session of gaming per day maximum yeah i would agree with that yeah um, and that is and that is maximizing productivity and not feeling like a fucking huge piece of shit um, on the uh, at the end of it. Um, although, hey, if nobody home, nobody watching, only me and God know how much game I play. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I are could we done? <laughs> Maybe I could all go dead to Dame. Anyways, that's the news. Oh, I should close up question time, huh? We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about video games that we've been playing that we like. Stay tuned for that. Hey there, this is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives. And in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today I'm here with the two lovely lads from the Reactivators podcast, of course, Nick Costanza and Tyler Schmup are here. Sorry, pal. I almost called you Schmup. <laughs> hey! Yep. What's uh, Schmup? Old Schmup. Pew, pew, pew! Um, <laughs> we, uh, today we're going to be talking about video games on today's program. Um, I, uh, guys... Guess what? 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 I think I found the best game ever made. What the heck? Hmm. Ever, ever? This is the maybe the best game ever made. If if you're Jeremy Schmidt, he's got his dick sure. out. <laughs> yeah, this this bit. It's called. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's called Monster World Four. Okay, 
Does anyone know anything about this franchise? Any, anyone know anything about this series of Monster World games? Is it related to hmm. Monster Hunter? No, it's not. Then no. <laughs> it's, it's also kind of wrapped up in the Wonder Boy series. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know this, Tyler? You know what? You know yes. what? You know what this this kind of what all this 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 business is? I absolutely um, do. Yeah. So uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World is a kind of a confusing like series of games, uh, all of which were made for like the Master System or Genesis. I've been playing a lot of Sega Genesis these days and uh you know, going through some of the old classics. I, I don't have a ton of nostalgia for the Genesis, but I got a, an analog Mega SG. So I've, I have like now the entire Genesis library. I'm playing like analog, baby. That rocks. Hey, and uh, it's like a lot of fun. And I'm, and I'm kind of like uh, having that, uh, that, that like wish fulfillment of, you know, back in my day, owning a Sega Genesis and a Super Nintendo meant that you were a, you were like Bill Gates's son. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the only one allowed to have those two and everyone else <laughs> and everyone else had to pick one. Um, so yeah. And, uh, I come upon this game, monster world four. It is the, I think it's the last in the monster, uh, world series for that platform. And it has, I realize it has everything I want in a 16 bit era game. It is a side scrolling platformer action game with story and towns and puzzles all wrapped up into one. It's got big, beautiful sprites. It's got hot monster action. Uh, bosses? This game's got them. F- uh, strong female protagonist? This game has it. Uh, a weird w- world with weird monsters that don't make any sense, a la Pokemon? Okay. This game has that. T- Feels like Shantae to me. Okay, now this game actually does look like Shantae a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are you looking at any of the are you looking at this concept art or anything for it right now? I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, it, it actually does look a lot like Shantae. Uh, mm-hmm. Same kind of thing, yeah. Uh, I believe Shantae though uses her hair as a weapon, whereas this game you use a sword. Guys, I love swords in two D side scrolling action games. I do too. I think that rocks. It's and this game also has RPG elements to it. You level up and you buy new weapons and upgrade your armor and upgrade your. It, it feels just kind of like it has everything for a game that you think should be like a top down, like a Zelda or a Final Fantasy. No, this game is side scrolling, which I also I love that better because I can jump around. Wow, I like that too. This also. Did you ever play Monster Boy? Y- yes. Is that for Switch? Yeah. So that was made by people, I believe, who were either fans of the series or had worked on the previous games. But yeah, I, I have played that game. I that is, I mean, it feels similar. Maybe Very not much quite so. the same. Like <clears throat> sprite wise, it's it's a little more cartoonish, I suppose. A little yeah. more, a little more of an anime vibe. Well, this um, is completely anime. I mean, completely yeah. anime. So I think you're, uh, that I game just mean, is more modern, though. It's like it's like that's. A, I guess yeah. that's that. Yeah, but. So this is more 90s anime, whereas uh-huh. Monster Boys. <laughs> uh, more and more evidence. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like uh yeah, there's yeah. We're we're taking you to court here, pal. You're gonna have <laughs> yeah, to answer for these me. you're gonna have to answer for these crimes. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, I was. Uh, it, it's a. Uh, it's one of those weird things where I, I started playing it and I was just like, "Yeah, this is it. This is the greatest game. This is this is Jeremy's version of the greatest game ever made." Wow, right here. That I'm really interested now. I might get it for Switch when my last unemployment check comes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, again. It's 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 a Sega Genesis era game. It's an older game. It's um, um, but it, it was one of those late ones, like a '94. You know, mm-hmm. PlayStation already out. You know, and we're still right. and, and this and this comes out. A real. I'm uh, I'm really interested now. This does sound like something I'd like quite a bit. It the music is great, of course. Too. It's um, it ha- it does this really cool thing where to open a like you you walk by a house and to get into the house you push up on the d-pad and opens the door and then it just like it just the foreground becomes transparent and suddenly you can just see the background and now you can walk around in the house like from the background so it's like it's like you're you're coming to and from the foreground and background um love it yeah like incredible stuff and i couldn't believe it i was like i thought i knew everything i liked on these systems (laughs) What made you get this? What? This game. Well, so I... Basically, what I did was when I bought this Mega SG, which for people who don't know, I've sung its praises a lot, the Super NT and the Mega SG, they are replica like Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo um, consoles that have full 1080p HDMI out going out of them. So they can be played on modern displays and modern televisions. And then along with those, I also bought myself... Uh, from Cricks, they have those EverDrive like carts that they go into your original consoles, and you put an SD card in there with all your ROMs, <laughs> <laughs> and you suddenly have the entire Sega Genesis library. But it's playing through an actual Sega Genesis console. That's cool. And that uh, yeah, so there's no latency, there's no lag. It's just you know, it's it's everything is playing perfectly analog through a digital signal out of your out of your TV. So I've just been like. On a on the warpath, uh, a little bit of stanzas uh, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of the warpath. Uh, just playing every Sega Genesis game I never got my hands on. So, you know, little Fantasy Star Four here, a little Shining Force Two here, a little mm. so, a little Sonic and Knuckles there. Ooh, you know, my yeah. favorite. Yeah, uh, that was another great thing. Is like you know having access now to all of the Sonic games, including three, which never gets ported to anything. Mm-mm. That is true, huh? Yeah, I think it's the music is wrapped up in like licensing hell. Thanks, MJ. Yeah, thanks, uh, Mary Jane. Um, or her it's name, no Sonic Spinball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, I was gonna reference how her name is Michelle Jones in the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. It was it was gonna be a long walk for no payoff. So you know what? Just <laughs> <Yeah>. ignore me. <laughs> Guys, remember Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who could forget? <laughs> uh, so good. Um, uh, yeah. Spinball. Sonic Spinball. Very good game. Very classic. Yeah. But I've been I've been having a good time. I just played. In fact, I played through all of Streets of Rage two before we uh we started this podcast. Ooh, just just blew right. through it. Blew through it. Lily. Uh, <laughs> Lily. Here we go. Here we go. It has started. Hold on, hold on. Making a note, making a note. I will edit this. Don't do it. Can you please grab her? You hear that? 
She's in trouble. Mom says she's in trouble. Oh, no. That's not good, guys. That's not good. She's going to get a spanking. <laughs> she's going to get a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, new favorite game of all time. Pretty much best game ever made. Okay. But it's that's old. all there is. Well, yeah, but old things are the best thing. Thought- Haven't you ever met people? <laughs> okay, so that, boomer. That- <laughs> <laughs> um that would that would this is a nice transition into what I've been playing. Please on my Retroid Pocket Two, which I, I've you love this thing, huh? I love it. Yeah, and I like because I'll I'll go through many months without playing it, but once I'm in it, like on that thing, I I play it forever, mm-hmm. and I'm playing. I'm I've full on. I was like, I'm gonna make a full on effort to try and beat Chrono Trigger. You dirty dog. I, I kind of knew you were playing this because you posted something about it on Twitter, I believe, or your Instagram I, story, maybe. Yes, I did, and I, I was it was the first time you encounter Frog, who is my favorite guy. Oh. Yeah, he's a nice man. And it makes me so mad. You have to do so much stuff to get him back. Yeah. But it's like, just be my friend. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Wait till I do you have... Uh, where are you in the game? So I, I've just made friends with... I called her the cat lady to my friend because she <laughs> runs like a cat. Yeah. But uh but she's clearly a caveman person. But she's like a she's like a beast of a yeah. she operates a lot like a beast character from an RPG. She, she's cool. What's um, her name again? It's like What did I name her? Ka- uh, Layla or Ayla. Maybe A Y L A, I think. I, I think I did name her cat. Cat? <laughs> Yeah, because she looked like a, she runs like a cat. So you have frog, cat, dog, <laughs> and hat. Dog, that's Robo. Dog is Robo. <laughs> Robo already kind of a name like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I. Th- but so that my problem with it before is like I've started Chrono Trigger before, right? And they've always been on emulators. It feels like, and so I've never been able to like save them really. So it's just like been restarting forever. And now I figured out how to save on the thing. So I'm like, well, I might as well just go through it. And it's been so sick. Yeah. I did not used to be an RPG person. I would I I I couldn't get it. I just didn't understand the appeal. And then about seven years ago, I beat Earthbound. Wow. It's like I because I didn't even play Pokemon games. I played them when they came out originally, and then I beat Earthbound, and I was like, maybe I'd like Pokemon. Then got into Pokemon again, and I was like, I like this. And then I started, I just started playing them. Uh, these things rock. Is uh, yeah, because Earthbound's kind of a long one, kind of a hard one. No, yeah, it's hard. It is. It's but but I love it. I think yeah, that may be good. one of my my top fives. Um, I beat Chrono Trigger this year for the first time. Uh, you knew that, right? Did I tell you? Was I, did I talk to you about this? You may have. Yeah. It was a it was a weird, like, I got my Super NT again to not, you know, not to belabor talking about this, these analog products, of which I love so much. Sponsor me, please, Daddy. Um, I uh, I played through. I decided that's the game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. I'm going to try this thing out on is a Chrono Trigger. And yeah, all the hype is, like, warranted. For yeah, that game. It's I great. love the Akira Toriyama art. Yeah, I love the uh, just looking at a little Dragon Ball guy. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> so sick. Yeah, so sick. It's sick. It's also a fast-paced game. Like you run fast in it, which I like. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it makes yeah. me want to play Legacy of Goku again. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> and Legacy of Goku 2. Oh. Wait, tell me more. What is Legacy of Goku? I've never played Legacy of Goku. Uh, it's, like, I believe, yeah, the Game Boy Advance games, mm -hmm. but it's, like, similar. Uh, like, except RPG? You, sort of, but there, it, it's, uh, um, you, but you punch. You, 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 so you're a little sprite, and then you, like, peesh, peesh, peesh. You do, like, little punches, nice. and then you, like, do, like, little Kamehameha waves. Um, but they're very fun games. Um uh to any of the gba uh freaks out there hey there are a lot know. of gba freaks out there our gba space solace one of our bigger episodes i love oh, wow. that app I, I yeah uh it's a good one um legacy of goku 2 rocks oh yeah these games are so sick but it's similar i mean it feels like i mean because it, it it uh they feel like you know after chrono trigger stuff right uh, yeah. Wait, Nick, are you a DBZ fan? Did you watch that as a child? My mother banned Dragon Ball Z when I was a child. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, I wish I could I wish I had seven uh, Dragon Balls right here so I could wish that to come untrue for you. I got to sneak it at my friend Russell Mernon's house occasionally and it was the highlight of my day. That and Gundam, those were the shows I really wanted to watch. I probably would mm -hmm. be a big weeb like Tyler if I hadn't been allowed to. <laughs> but I wasn't. Big weeb. Uh, I did uh, uh, <laughs> That's the surprise Dragon Ball. It's also a link when he's trying to get uh, Okay. Just 30 minutes of guttural noise. <laughs> some uh, some so AO Sogmar freak loves it. What happened when Adult Swim started airing? Were you also not allowed to watch like Cowboy Bebop and uh, freaking... Uh, 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 What's the other one? Name one That's more. Uh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Uh, or I was actually thinking of like Bleach. That Bleach. Was yeah. Bleach. Uh, yeah. That was the generation where I started getting into it. My restrictions had lapsed at that point. And uh, my it expired <laughs> and your mom didn't renew the restrictions. Yeah. My yeah. Uh, my anime phase was definitely Bleach, One Piece and Naruto, especially Naruto for a long time. I was into it then, but I missed those other older ones. Yeah. What about Full Metal Alchemist? Um, a little bit, uh, just a little bit. My friends were very into it. So wait, did you play the games though? Were you able to play like Budokai? I did play Ooh. a couple Dragon Ball games at some friends' houses and stuff. I I can't even tell you the names of them, but I remember liking Piccolo because he was green. That's my favorite color. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't easy being it's him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I famously I did Connor's podcast uh, the episode famous. about yes uh, about uh, Budokai, and that is the thing about like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball games mm -hmm. is like the best thing you could say about it is like oh so sick oh so good and like <laughs> but I, from my memory they weren't that good uh, they were just okay excuse me uh, Budokai rocks is um, Budokai really fun it. It, to me, it is. I, I, I love those combos. I had fun. I remember, but I just remember like thinking like it was so slow. Hey, Jeremy. Like, it was, I, like Tyler's about mm. to throw hands. No, no, don't throw hands. Uh, if anything, throw spirit bombs. <clears throat> um, that takes too long, Jeremy. You know that. <laughs> that takes three episodes at least. Now, not with Dragon Ball Z Kai. 
Now, I need to get into Dragon Ball Z. This can't be an anime episode, okay? We have to talk about video games. Uh, Thank God it's the anime app, buddy. <laughs> DBZ RPG? <laughs> Count me... Uh, in. Well, that All leads right, into well. my game of the week. <laughs> I just started playing the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm trilogy on Nintendo Switch. No, I didn't. I, no, da- I didn't. downloaded it, but I didn't play it. <laughs> <laughs> How big's that file, bud? Uh, yeah. I had to get uh, an external hard drive to get it, uh, or whatever it's called, the little SD card for the Switch. Oh, I was hoping you actually had it USB connected to an external hard drive. Yeah, I just tape it on there. <laughs> it's like 15 <laughs> pounds now. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you what do you got over there? What's What's been happening in the Costanza household? So, uh, as I said before, we started recording. I've been really conflicted on what I'm going to bring to this segment because on one there hand... There is a lot of pressure because, yeah, you will get eaten alive by the psychos that listen to this show. Uh, the psycho It's the wrong game. Um, so i was able to escape from my fallout hole that i was deep in interesting did you play more than just new vegas i got pretty deep into three after i finished new vegas i was doing them in reverse order um i also booted up four which i got for five dollars at gamestop oh and i thought because four is sort of a sequel to three i'd start with three i got deep into it but at a certain point it just wasn't feeling it. And I think that's probably because I put about 170 hours into my uh, New Vegas file. Yeah. It was like you were doing like a test of will I, or something. I here. did everything you can do in the game, I think. Uh, like every quest, pretty much. I I loved it. And I thought, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm so deep in it. But I tapped out. And um, I think New Vegas is better. I know that's not a hot take. Most people feel that way at this point. But for a long time, I really held on to three as this is my fallout. This was my entry into the series. Got Uh, it. But apparently the first way you learn something isn't always the right way. Huh. Uh, But not when it comes to politics uh, or religion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I that's so that's so interesting. Yeah, the uh, New Vegas I played a little bit of, and I've never played three or four, and no other Fallout games. I played a lot of that. Uh, what was that fake Fallout game that came out? Outer Worlds. Oh yeah, I played that. I didn't hate uh, it, but it's not. I not I kind of did. I did not enjoy that ending. I kind of enjoyed it up until that. Okay, point, I didn't beat it, so maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like real crummy by the by the end. In my I M O, I'll I am MMOs now. We're talking MMOs. I am MMO. I am. I did not murder him. You know that that is from I Robot. So I used to love that movie. Will Smith with the red shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's so. What what are you playing now? What made you escape? What what threw down the ladder into your hole? Another hole. I climbed up and fell into another. Hey, Shia LaBeouf in iRobot and in holes. <laughs> Interesting. I rewatched his uh, that um, that musical that Shia LaBeouf Cannibal. 
Oh thing. yeah, that's very funny. Rob Cantor's video. Yeah, Rob Cantor. I, I rewatched that at work. Um, yeah, showed my whole office it. I'm the boss there, so they have to listen to me. <laughs> so they have to they have to watch my videos when I want them to. Then you ended it, and you said, and he goes out into the streets of North Hollywood and shoots stray dogs. I don't know if you remember that what? story. <laughs> yeah. When Shia got soft canceled, maybe full on canceled for his harassment uh, issues. Uh, just an ancillary detail there was that for some of his roles where he's really getting into a dark mindset, he drives around North Hollywood and shoots stray dogs. That can't be real. I heard about weird other stuff where he like mutilates himself. Like he'll pull his own teeth. He out pulled his shit. teeth out for Fury, the tank movie. I don't agree with this behavior <laughs> and I do not condone it and it creeps me out. The guy, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what, Shia LaBeouf? Except I'm not addicted to you. <laughs> I was going to say the first thing it says is I'm addicted to you. <laughs> but he is toxic. Mm, and welcome yeah. on this show anytime. Anytime. Are you kidding? It'd be a treat to have him. Uh, uh, so I I left my fallout. So of- what's your favorite? So you love Last of Us 2, Shia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what about what what what's going on here, Nick? You you playing uh you play what what was the other hole you fell in? The hole I fell into, I've been in before. I climbed um out of my fallout hole and fell right back into a spider-man ps4 hole gotcha i have um when i first got my playstation 4 i ordered spider-man immediately i knew i had to play it i had wanted to for a couple years and i loved it and 100 percented it on ps4 and then i've told this story before at least on our show that um i got my roommate a copy of Miles Morales for PS5, um, thinking it was backwards compatible. It, of course, was not. And so I held on to that for about six months until I got the PS5 console. Wow. And then uh, I played that through and beat it and liked it, although it was very hard, surprisingly difficult. And then in that game, I saw Spider-Man's new face. Uh, Do you know about this, Jeremy? Yeah, they they uh, switched up the Peter Parker to look more like Thomas Holland, correct? Yeah, although they haven't said that's why. What they have said is to make it look more like Yuri Lowenthal, the voice actor, uh, who's a 46-year-old man, and they made him look younger. Really weird, and I'm, nobody's really buying it. But when he showed up in Miles Morales, it gave me an uncanny valley effect. I almost got a headache yeah. looking at him because <laughs> that is not... That voice comes out of a different face. It was so weird. It was actually jarring yeah. to me. Um, so I thought I have the remastered copy that I did get with the Miles Morales game. So I put that in and started playing through it, beat it on normal difficulty, including all the DLCs, and then jumped right back in for New Game Plus. <laughs> uh, wow. And I'm rocking the Holland suit. And ooh, it's yeah. great. Give me that Mo- Doctor Strange one from the No Way Home trailer. That was, of course, what inspired me to uh, play these games again, was that new Spider-Man movie trailer. Oh, yeah. Hello, Peter. Remember that? Oh, I remember. Hello, Peter. Brilliant, but lazy. Peter! That's from Hook. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. <laughs> yes, Lois? <laughs> the, uh, uh, are you are you enjoying it as much the second go around? You know, I've only played that game one time, and I I will say this: I much preferred that Miles Morales game to the really. 
Yeah, I think it, I liked the streamlined nature of the narrative. I liked that it smaller to me equaled in this case better. Hmm. Well, I think a lot of fluff in that original game. I thought. I, yeah, I see that. I I like. I like the first one a lot. I love the world of it. I really love the concept that this you're coming into. You love the world of New York City. <laughs> I was gonna, okay, I was going to leave it alone, but let's get into it. What world are you talking about, Nick? The world of New York City. <laughs> what I mean more I love specifically. the world of it. It's so gritty and <laughs> fantastical. Buildings never get that tall. I love the lore. I love that you're, mm. you know, uh, it's a classic storytelling trope in media res. You know, you jump into the story as it's happening, not when it's beginning. And this yeah. Spider-Man's got some years on his belt. He's fought the obvious villains who pop up in the game, Vulture, Electro, Rhino, and Scorpion. But there's hints that he's taken on Kurt Connors, the Lizard. He's taken on Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And they're not even in the game, really. And I think right. that's so cool. I, so I love that. I I think you and I disagree on this, Jeremy, but I actually really love that there's several boss battles where you fight two villains at once. In all the other games, yeah. you fight one at a time. This seemed special to me, and it's fun to see them interact with each other. Uh, Peter grows on me more every time. Uh, Connor Arakaki, a uh, friend of the show, really hates yes. the voice acting, but it's grown on me, and I think he nails the emotional beats, and I think Otto Octavius is so good that actor crushes that was good yeah so i will say i did like that a lot i love the relationship between and i like this that story Mm -hmm. with uh that's that that's the high point of the whole game for me is how that kind of wraps up and uh you know uh tyler you do you did you played spider-man do you know about spider-man yeah Absolutely. Um, I, I am one of the, the, I'm, you know, one of these rare people who only loves the Mary Jane missions. Um, that, that can't be the opinion of anyone. (laughs) No, it cannot. I, um, I said, I, I, you don't think that having two big bads to face off at the same time doesn't cheapen both of them simultaneously? I don't think so, because in the context of the game, he's fought them individually before. Now, gotcha. you haven't fought them uh, individually before as you're playing the game, but I've played Spider-Man 2. I've I've played Enter sure. Electro. I've, I've fought these guys. I know what they're <laughs> Enter about. Enter Electro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am... Um, yeah, I, I'm a much bigger fan of the Arkham model of like of like they really make a meal out of who you're up against. You know that like when yeah. you go into the Penguins layer in Arkham City, it's like so penguiny and yeah. there's so many penguin stuff. And uh, I yeah, I really like that. And 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 why? And again, Miles Morales, you know, they take Rhino and they make him a big deal. And yeah. to me, he feels scary in that game where he doesn't he feel does scary in the scary. other one. Yeah, He feels scary He's, actually in the Miles Morales mission in the first uh, Spider-Man where you uh, can't fight him. You're just trying to right. avoid him. He's very scary there. Sorry, Tyler, go ahead. Right. Yeah, I, yeah that's great. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Miles Morales, for me, the only thing was that... Um, I, I guess we just disagree here a little bit because yeah, that's fine. I, I would have taken a bit more fluff, not because the story needed padding necessarily, but uh, some of it just happened so quickly. You, I don't want to spoil anything, but the conflict with the final villain gets wrapped up very quickly, as does the conflict with his uncle, which is always a part of Miles Morales' story. I love the way it's handled in Spider-Verse, and here it's almost a footnote, and I think 
making a bigger meal out of that and the arc of the prowler i would have enjoyed a little bit more yeah. i like i like a game that just gets through it yeah I, there's plenty of other stuff to play in my opinion yeah. in my opinion I, in my opinion, there are many video games. I don't want. <laughs> yeah, like, that is a good opinion to have because that is correct. A rare. Um, I think it's a rare take. <laughs> I think that. Um, I I don't think that by any means Spider Man twenty eighteen is a bad game at all. I think it's incredible. I think that. I think that web action. Yeah, that's fine. some hot web action. I mean, it's that hot. is that comes at you fast and furious. Uh, but you know, again, it's just one of those weird things. Like where I just like I also like think that like the flavoring around Miles Morales is really fun too. Like the Christmas setting, yes. The the little thing where you have to go turn on the generator for your mom, mm-hmm. like 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 all that contextual stuff is nice. Whereas in the OG Spider Man, again, you have these Mary Jane missions or even the Miles missions and that, which are just like not yeah. why I'm like not loving their Mary Jane choice. I don't know why, you know, and it's not even like the mission. It's just like also the, the characterization of Mary Jane. There's like some things I, that I rubbed up against. Oh, you're but, a Laura Bailey um, hater. Let's, uh, let's hear your Abby take on last of I us two. I don't know who that is. Oh, does she play Abby? <laughs> in last does. of us two? Yeah. Oh, I love Abby. Abby's my favorite part of last of yeah, us two. Abby's cool. Um, in fact, um, I think L- oh, she's got arms as big as me. It could, uh, yeah, that's right. Could, uh, could can we spoil Last of Us too? Can yeah. we? Why don't we give a like a five second warning for people? Okay, five second warning starting now. Abby has big arms. I think Ellie should have fucking died in the end of Last of Us too. I was so sick of her shit, okay. guys. I kind of agree with you. I was ready. I was like, get her out of here. She's compromised, people. She's too revenge smitten. Yeah. Abby was that, like, let's just let bygones be bygones. Yeah. Well, that's not how life goes, buddy. Okay. For who? Pulling Ellie? Up, pulling up my notes from the Anna and Heather episode of Reactivators. Yeah. Right I, the, 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 Nick and I had differing opinions in that I enjoy, I liked the ending. I do it. too. I do, I do like the ending of that game. I, I, I like the, the, is it, is it symbolism uh, of when at the, the last mission, uh, uh, not Abby. Uh, Candy. Can't remember her name. Candy. Ellie? <laughs> the main character. Candy. <laughs> Ellie. When she gets stabbed in the side, like at the yes. end of the first one, where Joel gets stabbed in the side, and then she is slowly realizing that maybe this is the same position she was in, and that mm. she still goes for it, and then she's like, Argh. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's cool. I I. I think I, I did. We talk about this last night at the bar. <laughs> did we talk about? Uh, I said I wasn't so going to get too deep into it there. <laughs> yeah, I I just thought like I I agree that I liked the final beat. I just thought it should have come a lot sooner, and they should have. Oh, wiped, you did say that. They wipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted them to wipe out like a few of the final conflicts because mm-hmm. they, it got redundanty. Because I think like sure. that, I, and I do like, as much as I did not like Ellie towards the end of that game, I appreciate the whole like, they're about to leave on the boats and then she turns around for one last, actually, no, I want to go back and I want to actually be super problematic right now. Yeah. Um, Try to kill someone who has literally been crucified, who you saved. I, yeah, I don't even saved. get the setting of it, the table it's, setting of the scene. It, it's just, it's, it's well, a lot of sa- trauma. She saves her... Based on a circumstance that she didn't agree to, 
Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like, like she didn't know she was going to go in there and Abby was going to be all strung up and stuff. So it was like, it kind of like took, it kind of takes the wind out of her sails a bit, but then she doubles down on it. But I, uh, that, and that's all fine. I was just so, I, I, I was, my uh, t- patience for Ellie was over at that point. Mm. I was like, I was like, you girl are like a ruined like you you're not uh you're not making any more sense to me anymore. This I, is uh I, yeah. Yeah. I hated playing I, it. I hated yeah. being having being put in the situation of having to kill this nearly dead person or trying to kill them. It just made me oh, yeah. it made me feel very gross and bad and I was I like you I wasn't on Ellie's side anymore at that point. I think the game would be near perfect if they ended it at the end of Seattle. Uh yeah. instead you get this Santa Barbara thing where it's like who are these people? These these the road warriors. I guess these slavers <laughs> who are taking both humans and infective captive for why it had that uh 28 days later vibe they kind of yeah yeah they kind of reminded me of they were making them do gardening yeah yeah (laughs) but they were just Mm -hmm. thrown in there i was only just getting started on understanding the conflict between the cultists and abby's group who themselves are kind of a cult too and then i don't know these freaking Westworld writers, they just throw in these flashback scenes and tell the story out of order because it's not as smart as they want it to be and they want it to look more clever. It just seems harder to make stuff that way. Like, it, it's confusing. How do you not get lost and confused in your own narrative if you're if you're doing stuff like that? Yeah. And it makes you know? it make less sense. I th- well, you look at the concept art. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that game would actually work better if they just reordered some of the scenes. Like, don't show Joel's death right at the beginning. Have it start with Ellie tracking them down, and you get to do the gameplay of killing people, and only at the end of her story does it reveal that Joel has died. Meanwhile, it'd be great to hold off on uh abby's friends dying too just you know tease these things out a little more because the the central conflict of the game really i think is does ellie know what joel did at the end of the last of us which is the big question that's left unanswered at the end of the first game it's something i wanted to know the answer to and was satisfied with until it's revealed that ellie still wants to kill abby despite knowing that joel has in effect, doomed the world. Dude, also did... Well, I guess she is trying to hunt down Abby at the end specifically because Abby killed a couple more of her friends like there at the tail end. But didn't it seem like Ellie was going to back out of the whole thing when at that one scene in the theater where she's like, hey, I know what Joel did. I'm sorry. Like, I want it. I almost like I want... She wanted just trying to crush the bee. Yeah. And then, and then Abby shoots a bunch more people. But I'm like, Ellie, girl, you killed everybody that mattered to this person already. Like, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get your priorities in order, miss. Try, uh, this is what I'll say is that I think, I think be, being traumatized like that, I think it would you buy drive it. you insane. You buy yeah. it. I buy it too. Yeah. I, I don't not buy it. I, I get it. And I, I don't have quite as much. Well, I mean, for a story, I didn't. I disagreed. I would not want to make a story like like uh, go on that long with that. That that was what a few. It beats, did feel beats. like maybe DLC. 
Yeah, a few yeah. beats too many. Oh god, can you imagine if that if Santa Barbara was the <laughs> DLC we had to wait for six crazy. months later? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want DLC now. That's just like more crazy trauma, dark shit. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, Ugh. I think it was a weird decision to kill Joel up top. I got over oh, it in the context I, of I, the game, but I didn't mind that. I like guys. I didn't like Joel you that played much. the this first n- game. Nick is hung up. on You played the first game in the the hook of it is that you're seeing the relationship grow between these two people to immediately not just sideline him, but remove him forever is weird. And it makes Ellie inherently less likable to not have a friend like Joel. Dina is fine, but freaking Westworld actress. <laughs> wow. That was some shade towards Dina. Ladies really? And What's real shade. What is Dina's character? Wow. The one Jewish character. <laughs> wow. Nick. That is the thing you learn about her. Yeah. She's also pregnant. No, she's yeah. She's also a pregnant woman. Uh, oh, I'm thought, supposed to have sympathy. Okay, <laughs> I do think our society is too obsessed with babies. By the way, um, yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think yeah. So uh, give I, yourself a hot take thing there. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Here we go. I um I don't have quite as many. I think I I feel like I sit somewhere between both of you, where I feel like. I agree. You, Tyler, you seem to be more leaning that it's oh, a near perfect game. You thought the execution was really good, Nick. You're, yeah, I you're, loved it. There's nothing better. No, There's, no, I but <laughs> no, 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 no I yeah, I thought it was. I I agree with you. Uh, except I do think like cut trim that up and um and trim trim all the whole game. There's fat on both sides of it. Like I, I agree, the Ellie yes. side and the Abby side. Although I I mean I got it, and Nick, I I'm sure you maybe disagree with this but i did like the whole you play as ellie you do make all these choices and then boom now we see it from flip it reverse it put it in your pants you know <laughs> uh I, I did like it. <laughs> thank you <laughs> um yeah i i actually did like that i oh you did like that. D- i just look i i don't want to say i was hung up on the joel thing that much it did affect me a lot as a fan mm-hmm. of the first game to the point where when it's revealed he died, I actually put down the controller for the night. I was like, that, I, I didn't like that decision. It made me feel bad. More, more it made me feel sad than it made me right. mad at the game developers. Yeah. Yeah. But I came back the next day because I had to know what happened next. And I was really glad I kept mm-hmm. playing. The only thing I told myself was, I don't care what happens. They're not going to make me feel bad for Abby. I'm not going to like her. And of course, I was immediately proven wrong. I think Abby's story is great. Yeah. I think she is a great character. I uh, one of the video game moments that will run through my mind when I'm in my deathbed is uh, <laughs> her walking along that crane. That in is Seattle. the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but that moment where she and Lev are crossing the crane to get into the building in Seattle and Mm. you just see mist below you. Um, It really affected me. I loved that. Even if it's just her having a fear of heights, I think that was great. And it worked for me. Uh, Maybe mixed execution there for me because I don't feel like we really did see the three days from her perspective. She only knows that two of her friends were killed by Ellie when they actually have the confrontation. Right. Uh, Yes. Which is just another thing in retrospect that made me a little annoyed with the game. But you know what? 
I've gone on too long. I'm sorry. And I want to say this right now for all you gamers who might be on my side, the homophobic, sexist, anti-transgender stuff. I have no problem with those elements of the game. I think Love is a great character. I think Abby is great. And uh, it's only narrative decisions that I have any issue with. It... If we've learned nothing about Nick, if we've learned anything about Nick, it is that he is always surprised when an ending is sad. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that I don't even know if I think the ending of Last of Us 2 is even that sad necessarily it's really okay. depressing ellie loses right. absolutely everything and can't even play guitar anymore yet at the same time there's a cathartic sort of like it's over vibe yeah that i kind of dig and i mean i was i would describe the ending of that game as cathartic and yeah you made your shitty bed you have to sleep in it but you know, uh, Ellie doesn't strike me as the type of person who's going to sit there and just wallow, <laughs> you know. Um, well, her childhood had been robbed from her, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, can we talk about 12 minutes before we get out of here? I got to talk about this game 12 minutes. I got to okay, get it off. Okay, sure, I, yeah. yeah. I had another hot take about Spider-Man. Okay, what is it? The swinging in Spider-Man 2 is the greatest swinging there ever was. The new stuff sucks. Really? I okay, so I played Spider Man 2 recently. I didn't even get a sound clip. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Uh, that's an insane hot take. I mean, Nick, <laughs> well, Nick, come on. Do you agree with this? I don't disagree with it as much oh as my God! <laughs> I am losing my effing dinger right now. Let this me is explain. a lot. I'm not completely on Tyler's side, but I do think the swinging in these new games is simplified to a point that detracts from something in the original Spider-Man 2. I kind of wish that if you fell to the ground from too high, you died. Instead, he's invincible to fall damage. I don't know. It, that That's kind of weird. And, you know, in Spider-Man 2, you could get a rhythm to it. It kind of was its own mechanic in a way that hasn't been replicated in other games. So I, I respect this take. That is a... I th I, I respect it because it's wild. <laughs> but I disagree because I think it's crazy. I also have I not do, played this game for 10 years. The swinging in the new Spider-Man is so good, I, I went, wow, the first time it happened. I went, wow, as I first swung through the streets. And then after putting it down for two years and then playing Miles Morales, I did it again. It was so good. I love it. Okay. Oh, I want to say on there, Miles Morales, every gameplay change is an improvement, in my opinion. I love yeah. how good it is, especially in the 60 frames per second on PS5. It is smooth. Yeah. Oh, smooth, and baby. I have one uh, Last of Us 2 thing that's not a hot take. It's actually not even just about the second game. But All right, my finger's on the button, Nick. I don't know. <laughs> I watched The Flight Attendant, and there's an actress named Merle Dandridge who played. Okay, that wasn't. No, keep going. <laughs> Merle Dandridge played Marlene. I can't remember if it's Marlene or Marlena in The Last of Us 1 and 2. Um, oh. Do you remember Tyler? Marlene? No. Uh, she is reprising her role in the live action television adaptation. That's right. Yeah. I think that's Sick. very cool. That rocks. 
Yeah, I remember when that happened, all of our Hades friends were like, maybe they'll do a Hades show and we can play them. They should. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. Courtney would kill both roles live action. Yeah. Can you imagine CG Courtney head? Oh, my goodness. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, well, have we hit the two-hour mark? We have. I got to talk about 12 minutes. Come on. I got to talk about 12 minutes. Uh, do you guys heard of this Heard of this game? Do you guys know what this game is? Have you seen this, heard about this? Answer 12 no. minutes is an Anna Perna joint. Anna Perna Interactive. Okay. It's developed by one guy, Luis Antonio. This game stars James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. Whoa. It is a top-down point-and-click adventure game where basically the setup is you're a husband and wife, and you uh, it's clearly like your birthday or something like that. And uh, you're eating like dinner with her. You're eating dessert with her. And then a cop comes to the door. You answer it. He shows himself in. And he's voiced by Willem Dafoe, of course. He immediately arrests both of you uh, with a zip tie, which is unusual. Kind of your first unusual clue there. And then he's asking for a pocket watch. It's very confusing. You don't know what's going on. And then he kills you both. And... uh, and when he does that, time starts over 12 minutes, or I guess it's at that point, five minutes prior. Mm. And you kind of start, you like start over again. Um, the trailer for this game was really compelling. Uh, it looked really great, and I really wanted to check it out. It is free on Games Pass, so I, uh, I, I downloaded it, picked it up. Ooh, my Christmas birthday coming. <laughs> Perhaps, Tyler might have a little 12 minutes under his tree coming up soon. <laughs> uh, I am... Uh, guys, this game is baffling and puzzling to me. It is a strange blend of why did they get these huge, big mega stars to be in this? The game is like really... I, I don't want to go too hard on how... <laughs> janky the game is because it's clearly developed by like one person but it's who knows these actors I guess so because it's like I am getting caught on doorways <laughs> I'm clipping through tables oh, no. uh, the cop who comes into the into the room he's also clipping on stuff he's like trying to arrest us both and then walking into the bathroom for some reason <laughs> <laughs> While his dialogue is is leading me to believe he's already killed me, you know stuff like that. Uh, I gotta take a leak. Find out if <laughs> Spider Man's here. Spider Man. Um, Spider Man. Yeah. yeah so good. it's a. Uh, I will say that the premise is of course very compelling. There's something obviously very fun about uh, the time starting over aspect. Um, uh, Twelve minutes, more like four hours. I've been playing this game for a long time. I can't figure out all the puzzles here. There's a lot going on. Okay. Uh, of course, you know, not to spoil anything about this game because I feel like people should probably play. It. It's pretty hot right now. People are like kind of talking about it, but there's obviously more to what's going on than meets the eye, and you learn that through your point and click adventure portions uh, that happen before the cop gets there, and you're sort of able to like play with the environment a little bit and talk to your wife and like figure out little things. Uh, about the overall story of what is actually going on in 12 minutes. Um, that being said, I'm also not finding the story to be that satisfying as I'm learning <laughs> new elements of it. <laughs> uh, Let me guess. You think Daisy Ridley's a Mary Sue? <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I think Daisy Ridley is fine. I think everyone's is fine, but they didn't need to get there. Yeah. In fact, in fact, the only actor you can tell it's them is Willem Dafoe because <laughs> he's his voice is iconic. He has a pretty uh, distinct one. Yeah. James McAvoy turns out not a distinct voice. Cannot really tell it's him. Is he Daisy playing Ridley, American? They both are. Yeah. Then there's really no point. Yeah. Um, it's a strange game. It's It feels like a small game that keeps kind of getting bigger. One also weird aspect of this game is that when you first start out in the lobby of your apartment complex, uh, the floor is carpeted with the shining carpet mm. from the hotel. Okay. Um, and it's not, and this isn't like that kind of thing. Does that make sense? It's not Ready Player One. <laughs> It's not Ready Player <laughs> One is what is more what I mean. Um, I love yeah. that movie. I always wanted to see a shot-for-shot shot remake of The Shining in another movie. Yeah, <laughs> a movie about too. video games. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, it's weird. It's like there's a shining carpet, but then no other real shining stuff. No ghost thing is happening in it. No. No other Kubrickian type elevator blood. Kubrickian. Kubrickian? Kubrickian. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who let Professor Schmidt into the into the <laughs> show? Uh, yeah. So that's 12 minutes. I I'm gonna finish this game, but I ain't gonna like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it uh, under duress and pissed off because uh, who? How dare you? How dare you cast this cast in this game and then make make it to where poor Willem Dafoe can't even can't even get in the doorway. He's so uh, he's so caught in the in the in the crevice between the door and the floor. He's just stuck there. It's you struggling. who's out, Gobby, out of my door. <laughs> uh, no, Uncle Ben. Great. I'm Spider Man. No more. All right, and on that, I feel like we should end the show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Video Games and Comedy Show. It's been a real one with a couple of real ones here. I got Nick Costanza, Tyler Schnup. It is schnup, yeah. right? Uh-huh, yeah, you've said it right every other time. Why don't you go ahead and plug, if that is your real name? Yeah, schnup69, Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me. Um, you know, follow us at Reactivators, right? Yes, Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. We got some big changes coming up, so keep an ear to the ground. And the other ear with your AirPods in, listening to our show. Yep. Um, you can, uh, <laughs> I, I, it gets confusing when you try to double plug there, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, it's like, do you just do it again, Nick? Do you just plug reactivators twice? You can listen to our podcast reactivators. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got some changes coming up, so keep an ear to the ground for those. Mm-hmm. One ear. <laughs> and, um, and an, and an AirPod in the other ear listening to the podcast. And you can follow us at reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, it's a podcast where we review video games from inside video games. Uh, we are annoying just like we're our, we are on this show. And so if you're into that, uh, check it out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it and you would like to pay ever so small amounts of money monthly to the creators to get this brand spanking new and exclusive content, well, you should go to patreon.com slash radio, where we have a litany, a slew, mind you, of uh, beautiful video game bonus shows there. Uh, about one show 
comes out every day of the week. Uh, right now we are doing our Legend of Zelda Games Club, which is our big event that we have been doing all of 2021. Uh, if you haven't heard me rave about it before, oh, ho, ho, this show is quite something. We have just gone through Twilight Princess, which is a uh, great episode. Patrick Ellers from Nintendo Cartridge Society, uh, July Diaz, and PJ McCormick. We also are doing uh, Phantom Hourglass coming up in just, uh, I guess, next week, which should be a uh, delightful episode. I can't wait to try to scrounge up some guests for that one. Um as far as I'm concerned, uh, while this show might also be going through big changes, you can take both AirPods and shove them up your ass. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, no, we seriously appreciate everybody who listens to this show. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Later, fat shows. Bye. No dark clouds will gather around me. I know my way. It's rough and steep But beauteous fields Lie just before me Where God's redeemed Their vigils 